Here we are at episode 164 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Jen Ray planned on 2020 being a big year for her Monarch restaurant in Delano. Ray was eagerly anticipating the opening of Riverfront Stadium and the traffic that minor league baseball would bring. Instead, she had to make difficult decisions due to the COVID-19 pandemic, including closing her restaurant for a time and laying off employees. Ray is my guest and talks about her pandemic business experience in episode 164. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week, we celebrate the winners of the 2020 Real Estate Awards. This week, in a virtual event, we gave out 51 awards in 13 categories and welcomed three new leaders to the Real Estate Awards Hall of Fame. Our coverage begins on page 11. This week's list, Wichita Area Child Care Centers, page 6. Also, a special report on the new math for restaurants, why the numbers really don't work anymore, page 52. Each week, we provide business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 54. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Jen Ray, owner of the Monarch, one of the most popular places in Wichita. Welcome. Welcome back, I should say. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me back. You doing all right? I'm doing okay. I'm still, I mean, we're still here. I'm probably, I mean, I'm doing as well as I can be. Right, right. Well, take us back a few months. When did you first realize that this pandemic was going to be so disruptive? Um, I think I really started to panic, um, the day before the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Um, we had ordered in something around $10,000 in excess goods. Um, so we could handle all of the people that were going to be in Delano on Saturday for the parade. Right. And then, you know, a little bit Sunday and then St. Patrick's Day was that following Tuesday. So we had um, still been prepping, purchasing and um, planning. And then that Friday was when they canceled the parade. Um, and that's when it really started to get pretty scary because I, I realized that um, I was losing any avenue I had to start selling through all the goods that we had. But I, I think I sat in denial for a really long time thinking, Oh, it can't get any worse. Oh, it can't get any worse. Um, And then by St. Patrick's day, we were down to, you know, no gatherings larger than 50 people. Um, And then shortly after that is when we ended up closing our doors for a while. What were some of those initial difficult decisions you had to make to get through this? Well, you know, we had a staff of 50 people there. Um, so it was, you know, I really thought that we could wait it out. I thought it would be a couple weeks. Um, so we were just trying to take it in stride, but I wanted to stay open as long as I could. Um, so my staff could work 
for as long as we were able to keep them on. Um, unfortunately, you know, with the way things went, it was a, it was a losing battle, but you know, we all just, I think every business around town just was focused on mitigating damages and how can we, you know, cause the least amount of disruption uh, when really my, our train of thought probably should have been a little more proactive when it came to um, how, do we, how do we close down our businesses um, with the least amount of financial disruption. And of course, when you, when you say that, it'd be nice to have a crystal ball and be able to predict, you know, what you're looking at. But right. uh, this is such an, an unusual situation. It's unique. Not in a hundred years we had something like this. And certainly mm-hmm. none of our business people in Wichita had ever been through something like this. This had to be, you know, anxiety ridden for you. Oh, you know, I, I, the best decision I made at that time was finally to just give it up and close our doors. Um, because trying to figure the riddle out and find the solution and figure out it, it was impossible. And the landscape was changing every day and the, the rules were changing every day. And, you know, what worked on a Tuesday was outdated on a Wednesday and was no longer a viable solution. So finally, when I said, you know what, we can't fight it anymore. We're just going to close. I finally got a little bit of peace there. Um, we were able to, um, most of our food that we weren't able to, to salvage, we, we pulled out and we lined all the tables up at the restaurant and let all of our employees come through with boxes and bags and take home all the perishables. Um, so we just, you know, we emptied the place out and we, we closed her down. Did you have to lay off everybody or did you kind of furlough them, say, keep in touch, we want you back eventually? Um, yeah, I would say it was more of a, I kept, I was able to keep my management team together. Um, I told them that I was going to try to pay them as long as I could. Uh, luckily, the PPP money um, came in fairly quickly after that. So I was able to bring back a large portion of my staff. Um, A lot of them didn't want to come back. They wanted to stay on unemployment. uh, And that was, you know, their decision. But uh, the people that wanted to come back, I was able to um, get them all paychecks and make sure they at least had some form of income during this time. How did you find that PPP process? Uh, Did it go pretty smoothly for you? Well, my brother-in-law works at Emprise, so I'm very, <laughs> I was one of that the helps. really lucky ones. Yeah, uh, he does small business lending at Emprise Bank, so um, I was very well taken care of, and I had my accountants uh, help me wade through it because I didn't want to make any mistakes, um, and since then, you know, the entire structure of the loan has changed, so um, I feel like it was a very good option for us, um, especially now with the uh, added time we had to use it and the 60-40 split between payroll and utilities. Um, we were really able to uh, make that money be super effective for us. What was the actual day that you closed? I want to say we closed, I want to say March 20th. So right after that St. Pat's Day. Um, yeah. Once it was down to um, mass, what, 10 people, right. and it was to go only, it was, it was apparent within about two days that it was not going to be financially feasible for us to, um, to pay people to stay in the restaurant and do the small amount of carryout that we were doing. 
So you were doing carry out and, and you, you did that during, during the close down? Yeah. So we, we tried to do carry out um, at the very beginning and it wasn't, it wasn't great for us. Uh, once we got the PPP money though, and I was paying people anyway, um, that removed a good chunk of the expense that came along with it. So we reopened for carry out. And what the big game changer was for us was um, to go alcohol. Once we were able to uh, supplement um, and have a second revenue source, right. with alcohol, that really helped a lot because people were really excited. But no one's ever been able to do that before. It was right. just fun. It was fun to go to a bar and take alcohol to go. So right. that was a big help for us. That was a big step. Uh, you're right. Kansas has never done anything like that. And uh, again, it was a revenue source that you didn't have. And you're, you're glad that they made the decision they did to, to do that. Right. Um, and I, you know, it was a great revenue source. I think it was also really important. Um, it became, to my knowledge, it became a little um, hairy as far as the wastewater side of things go, because the amount of beer that we were having to uh, expired beer that was going down the drain. Oh, right. You're right. So I think the state as a whole was looking for a, a way to, um, kind of get around that issue. Right. Because again, I mean, there's just issues popping up right and left that no one could have anticipated. Right. When did you start, Ed, did you start doing dine-in here a couple of weeks ago when the, when the restrictions came off? We came back, we started dine-in again on May 6th at 50% capacity, oh, which wow. we're still using our 50% capacity. Um, and it's been, it's been really good. People been wearing masks. Is your staff wearing masks? So my staff has been masked the entire time. Um, so this is nothing new to them. But starting as of last Friday, we did um, go mandatory masks in the building for all customers um, when they're not seated at their table, which has been uh, interesting at times. But 95% of the people coming in have been very respectful about um, how we're trying to operate our business and have no problem complying. Those of us who have been to the Monarch a bunch of times, we, we can see in our mind's eye the patio, and then you've got the seating inside. There's seating by the bar. There's seating uh, by the south door and sort of mm -hmm. in, in between the, uh, the, uh, the uh, patio and the door. Uh, how much of that did you have to change? Did you have to change the inside and the booth setup? We did. Uh, the booths, we didn't, we just kept, um, we've got five of our booths that are closed. Um, they just have closed signs on them. And then we took an, uh, most of the bar stools, went to storage, and then uh, one, four, six, seven, seven more of our tables inside also went into a storage unit. Uh, so we were able to to cut down our seating um, and space them out pretty well. And then on the patio, we just uh, moved all of our excess furniture over by the fence and chained it up so people can't use it and spread things out. And it's it's been okay. I would imagine uh, probably during the warm weather, a lot of people have been requesting the patio, right? You know, um, the patio was we well we missed all of April, right. um, which is great patio season, um, right. that first week of May. But that's been something that's been really interesting. It doesn't matter how hot it is, 
people are just more comfortable dining out on the patio right now, which that is, um, that was, has never been the case before. Usually right now during um, the dead heat of summer, the patio sits empty until it's dark out. Um, so it's been really interesting to have to um, readjust to having that open all the time, especially during, during lunch, right. but it makes people feel better. So sit out there all you want. Right. Uh, you had to put together a budget forecast for the rest of the year. I know those probably went out the window and you had to reframe them. But uh, when you think of your forecast, did it depend a lot on the traffic from baseball games? Yeah, very much so. Um, we had staff that we had started to hire, um, some of which were permanently laid off because we just didn't have positions for them anymore. And luckily the baseball, you know, we were gearing up, but I, um, we weren't sure what to expect because we hadn't gone through it before. So I hadn't, um, luckily I had not counted on that money probably as much as I would having historical figures to go off of. Um, so that was really a blessing. Um, but that's, that was a very strange day, April 14th to be sitting and it was cold. It was really cold on the 14th (laughs) sitting on the patio, just staring at the baseball stadium. I mean, and nothing it all going just on. turned upside down. Right. Um, other establishment owners we've talked to said they talked to their peers. They had, they talked to other owners. Have you talked to other owners of restaurants and kind of talked about what did you do and, and commiserate with them? It is nothing but just a guessing game. And I've never ran – I never thought I would run my business based on – I'm guessing and just hoping that I'm guessing right and kind of right. looking at what other people did and hoping that they guessed right. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, we've got a really good, strong group of restaurant owners that have really leaned on each other right now. And it's been, it's been wonderful to hear, you know, how they're navigating the waters because everyone's different. We're all doing it a little bit differently, but uh, we're all doing it together. Did you get any tips from anybody or any advice? Oh gosh. It's mostly just a lot of commiserating, right? which is very, um, it's very cathartic right now to be reminded that I'm not in any, I'm in the same boat as everyone else. You know, it's easy to get sucked up in how hard everything is and forget that literally everyone else is just having it just as hard. Right. Um, Which as overwhelming as that is, does bring a, a little bit of peace of mind um, when I go to bed every night and hoping that I can do it again tomorrow. How's your anxiety level been? How have you been sort of mental health wise? I know everybody has really been, you know, fighting this disruption uh, and, you know, everybody's had some level of anxiety. How are you doing? Uh I'm not, I can't, I imagine I could be doing worse, but I'm not doing very well. Um, I've, my mental health is not great, but, um, we'll, we'll get through this. I probably can drink a little less bourbon and a little less wine, but it's my favorite thing. But right. you know, I don't, um, I don't feel like a good, I don't feel like a great business owner right now because you can't, I can't, I'm not motivated about the future. So I don't know, you know, what we can plan for, what we'll be able to do. 
I get up in the morning and my goal for the day is just to make sure that we can keep the restaurant open, that the staff stays healthy, you know, cause that's another thing that we fight in the restaurant industry. Um, we've got a very high risk staff right. and if one of them gets sick, uh, that almost certainly requires shutting down the restaurant at least for a couple of days while we get the people that worked with them tested. So any day that I can keep the doors open from 11 a.m. to midnight, I call it a win and I just reset and restart the next day. You hit on it a minute ago. It's the uncertainty. And yeah. what you hate as a business owner most is uncertainty. Right. If, even if it's bad a situation, you can kind of plan on that and move forward, but just not knowing, that's got to be the roughest part of all. No, there's no knowing. There's no point in planning or replanning or, or hoping. And, you know, we were having a major conversation right now. Uh, we usually do a big um, promotion for National Bourbon Month in September. And, you know, do we, do we spend the money on all the design work and the shirts and the glassware and, you know, we don't know. Is it, I mean, so there's not a lot to look forward to other than just keeping our heads above water. Right. One day at a time. Right. Uh, we talk a lot about in difficult times, businesses having to be creative, entrepreneurial, and innovative. Have you had to be innovative? Any innovations you can share with us or creativity? Oh, gosh. You know, I would like to say that I've, um, I would like to say that I had some, you know, great idea that really helped, but I, I haven't. I've just tried to, I've just tried to stay as steady as we possibly, as we possibly can. Um, I feel like whatever I can do to provide as much normalcy for my patrons and my staff as I possibly can is probably what I need to be doing right now. It's what I'm good at. So I've just been trying to toe the line and, um, and just keep the wheel moving forward. Just keep producing uh, great food and a great atmosphere and trying when we can get yep. the food. It's great. When right. we can, you know, have you had trouble with your supplies? Oh, supply chains, uh, supply chain issues have been a nightmare. Really? Uh, yeah. They, so all the cattle got dried up, not all, but a good chunk of dairy cattle got dried up over this, um, which I learned once you dry up a dairy cow, it takes, uh, I think, 45 days to get um, to produce milk again. So we've had a lot of dairy issues. We've had a lot of um, meat issues. So for uh, I had about a good two, two to three weeks stint where my main job every day was to run around to liquor stores and to Sam's and wherever I couldn't pick up things that that we couldn't order from our food distributors and that wouldn't come in from some of our liquor distributors. Uh, but it's, it's starting to get a lot better um, and costs are starting to balance back out a little bit. They're still not where they were pre-pandemic, um, but they're getting there. Well, it's a, it's a unique situation as we talked about, and that's probably the understatement of the year. Right. Uh, of the century, maybe, that this is a unique situation. We've never faced it before, but uh, it sounds like you're facing it and getting through every day, and uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us on the podcast and telling us a little bit of it. Uh, we had you on a couple of years ago. Uh, let's not make it a couple of years next time. Oh, Hopefully I know. We can, 
hopefully we can talk to you again soon. I would love that. Jen Ray, owner of the Monarch, thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you so much. It was so good to see you. Appreciate Jen coming by and telling us her story. We want to tell your story. Please contact us if you want to share your experiences. You can reach me at broy at bizjournals.com. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 164. We hope you're doing well. Now's the time to be creative, innovative, and entrepreneurial as you fight to survive and eventually prosper. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.